Hey everyone, this is Michael with Better Climbing Beta. Today I'm just going to give a huge thank you to everybody who's been listening to our first podcast and for giving us feedback. That is extremely important to us. We're very happy and we're very excited about what Better Climbing Beta is going to be and what our vision is for it. Um, so please continue to just leave us feedback, tell us what we can do better, talk to us a little bit about what you'd like us to cover or just the overall conversation of what you thought of the podcast. We think that through time we'll probably cover more content that might be a little bit more controversial in our climate community. We started off with the the spray podcast to get everyone's attention, but more importantly, we wanted to hopefully leave everyone with a lasting impression that we can even spray better. So figuring out the better way to do that or the better way to stop spray. So with that being said, I just want to explain a little bit more about what Better Climbing Beta is. Um, Tyler and I kind of came up with this with the preconceived notion that since we've been climbing for an extended amount of time now, there are still things that we're learning, but more importantly, there's things that we know now that we wish we knew when we first started. So this all began when I was climbing at the crag and I saw the same redundancies happening with new rock climbers. One of those things would be seeing new climbers show up with a brand new rope and not realizing that they have to uncoil it or it's going to be tangled up and then wasting an hour or two at the crag because the rope's in a knot or noticing that people don't realize how cleaner beaners work or or even how to use a stick clip or how to clean their gear with a stick clip um, those are all things that we're going to try and cover here at better climbing beta now we're not just a podcast this is one, one single entity that we're going to be utilizing for Better Climbing Beta. We like to consider ourselves a multimedia platform. So our podcasts are simply just going to be about the overarching concepts of rock climbing. So we want these podcasts to be conversations. We want them to be debates. We want them to be interviews. So please just keep that in mind when you're listening. And again, engage us in whatever form you'd like to come up to us in person or leave us comments and let us know what you think. Now the other uh, media platforms we're going to be utilizing are Facebook. So Facebook is going to be our big community driven process. That's somewhere where you can you can share our information or you can just simply follow us and if you see something that piques your interest you can engage in the conversation and let us know what you think. Um, outside of that we're going to be on YouTube we're going to be doing videos. So the videos are going to be a large array of things. So for example, we're going to be doing skits. Tyler and I like, we like funny stuff. Every now and then we think we might be able to make a funny video. So why not? We're going to engage in it and we're going to try and be, I guess, comedians to some extent. But we're also going to do how-to videos, you know, how to clean a route, how to pick your first climbing shoe, how to use a stick clip or even how to uncoil that rope. Um, we're gonna do kind of destination information. So we may even do videos on our favorite climbing areas at the Red River Gorge or the destination beta for getting to the new or you know other, uh, other climbing destinations in the world. And then we'll probably do gear reviews. So those are things that we're gonna probably cover in a video or even a blog. So you can find that information on YouTube you can probably find that information on our website, meaning that in the blog format, or you'll be able to find that on our Instagram where we share that materials. More importantly, we'd love for you guys to just stay connected with us and try your best to follow us on all our social medias. We find that it's very important that we don't bombard everybody with the same material and just using our social media as one catalyst to get in touch with everyone. So we want our different social medias to have different purposes for better climbing beta. So if you don't like podcasts, then we hope you follow us, <laughs> our YouTube videos. If you don't like videos, we hope you read our blogs. If you don't like reading, well, I hope you like listening to podcasts. So 
we're going to have a lot of really fun stuff happening here. And um, we're just very, very grateful that with our first podcast, people were already excited. So hopefully we'll be getting some merchandise. So we're talking stickers, potentially some t-shirts in the future. And we're going to have some contests to maybe get some of that information and some of that uh, merchandise out to you guys. So again, stay engaged as best you can. Now, this next podcast, I'm just going to kind of set it up. We get to sit down with two really amazing people. Um, Busy and Lily are going to be accompanying us in this next podcast. Um, I don't want to spoil too much because I get, I want you guys to listen to the whole thing. But uh, we're going to start talking about the trials and tribulations of being a woman in a male-dominated sport like rock climbing. So stay tuned, everybody. Thanks. Hey guys, this is Tyler with uh, Better Climbing Beta. I'm joined as always with Michael, and uh, this is a actually a cool podcast we're doing this week because we are joined by two more climbers. We've got Biz Young what, what? and Lily <laughs> Irwin. Hello. So um, we kind of led into this with our last podcast, but uh, today we want to talk about what it's like to be a woman in the climbing industry. So as we get started, uh, Biz, can you start us off with just kind of telling us how did you get into rock climbing? Oh, um, I got into rock climbing maybe my sophomore or junior year in high school, and actually one of my good female friends got me into climbing. Oh, really? Yeah, um, I was going to a school that I totally wasn't really into at the time, and uh, straight up asked her, what do you do for fun? And she was like, oh, my boyfriend and I go climbing. And per usual, her boyfriend was the one that actually got her into climbing. And um, she, yeah, she just invited me to come and uh, got me hooked. And so she was my primary climbing partner for a really long time. And then after college, just kind of stuck with it. So, so did she get rid of the boyfriend? No, they're still together. Wow. Because yeah. typically, True love. a lot of times it's difficult for women to climb with other women because they're the uh, their friend is dating somebody who is their yes. primary climbing partner so. which i think is yeah that's like a whole nother thing too but people tend to always be like oh like you know who got you into climbing and they'll assume that it was like someone that i was dating mm. at the time which you know i kind of just did to her in some way <laughs> but it is like i yeah i don't know Sweet. It, so how long has that been now how long have you, the years that's a good question it's probably been oh god how old am i um maybe like six or seven years. Cool. So I've been doing it for a while, yeah. but you know, less, not like super competitively or or crazy into mm. it for a long time, but it, it definitely has been like a constant in my yeah. life since college. And do you spend a lot of your time in the gym? Do you try to go outside a lot? I mean, what, what do you, is this just kind of a way to stay active and stay fit or is this turned more into a lifestyle that you want to maintain? I think it's definitely been a lifestyle for me. After college, I worked at Benchmark Outdoor Outfitters, which was a way to get involved in the outdoor industry. And um, my first couple times climbing with her was in the gym, but then my first time like lead climbing, my first time truly climbing, um, sport climbing was actually outdoors. So oh, I cool. did that for a really long time. And of course, like we're so close to the gorge. So I think as much as I can, I try to get out there. But unfortunately, with like a full-time job, right. I think the majority of the climbing that I do is actually indoors, but it does feel climbing to me felt different than any other sport before because it, it became less of something that I was doing just because I was interested in the sport right. and more something that I was doing because I was really into the people and the culture and the way that it makes me feel mentally. Sweet. So, so yeah. you were hooked. The yeah, same reason definitely. why everybody else was hooked. Definitely. Now, would you consider yourself a, a weekend warrior now? What? Are you? Would you consider yourself like a weekend warrior now? I Meaning don't even that, know what that means. Oh, okay, so uh, yeah, typically you have warrior? like the dirt bags. Dirt bags are people mm. who made rock climbing uh, the most important thing in their life, and they're going to try and climb as much as they can outside. And they then, work just enough to afford whatever gear they need, oh, so yeah. then they can go out and climb some more. And then the weekend warrior is somebody who has like a full time job, 
but can only climb on the weekend outdoors. Yeah, so. that's yeah, that's probably me for sure. So that's been how long has it been like that for you? Um, I mean, I've been in my job for four years, so okay, I'd say cool. four years. Sweet. But what's nice is I actually get every Friday off um, with the organization that I work with. And so for a really long time, we were climbing basically every Friday, nice. which was amazing. I had like a really good hiring? climbing partner. <laughs> but it was awesome. And so we would have the gorge to ourselves. It was basically like yeah, definitely, which was really cool. So yeah, Weekend Warrior plus Friday. Sweet. Plus Friday, yeah. sweet. <laughs> so Lily, how did you get into rock climbing? I got into rock climbing because um, one of my friends and classmates in culinary school was looking for adventuresome woman, hear me roar things to do. Okay. And so we made this huge list of things we wanted to try. And on that list, she was like, hey, have you ever been rock climbing? And I was like, no, but I love climbing trees. I think that would be fun. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, all right, let's give it a shot. So we went to Rock Quest and... We signed up for the starter package because we're like, all right, if we're going to try it, we're just going to jump in for a week and see how it goes. So we learned how to belay, gave it a try, and like I instantly fell in love with mm. it and just enjoyed it so much. And then because we had that week pass, we just we went every single day that week. And then after that, I immediately got a membership and was hooked ever since. Sweet. So it's interesting because, as you said, we've mentioned a lot of, you know, the the perception is that girls get into climbing maybe because of their boyfriends or whatever. Yeah. But now we've got both of you have kind of said, yeah, no, mm-hmm. I was looking for something with my lady different with, yeah, with my, yeah. with my friends. And we just wanted something exciting or any of that other kind of stuff. Uh, Lily, how long you, so how, how long ago was that when you started? Roughly three years or a little, I think a little more than that. Um, a little over three years. So and now for the people that are listening, Lily and I actually work together at, at Rock Quest Climbing Center. So kind of walk me through, what was your, you said culinary school. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your desire then? When did it shift be to, be from, I want to climb and have some fun to, you work, I mean, you work a lot there. You, yeah. you It's a yeah. full-time job mm-hmm. now. So what was the, walk me through the shift from, this was co- something fun to do with a friend of mine to now here I am, full-time job, not in culinary school. Exactly. Um, that kind of thing. So walk me through that. Yeah, so I would say, like for me, climbing happened, I was in culinary school, but I was also having a lot of health issues at the time as well. So um, kind of muddling through both of that, I was having a lot of breathing and asthma issues and wanting to kind of find a sport I could get into and find something um, where I could be focusing more on my health. And so I think climbing kind of came just at the right time Mm -hmm. with getting all of that under control. And then once I became more and more in love with climbing, I think what drew me to it more as a full-time thing and working at RockQuest is just, like they said, the community. It's, it's just an awesome community of people. And it's not necessarily, I think there's a perception of climbing either being a sport or mm-hmm. being in a form of exercise, which yes, it's incredible exercise. But it's also just so mentally stimulating and something unique to yourself that I just found for my day-to-day, it just made me feel better as a person and something I enjoyed and was able to do in the day-to-day. Um, and so I just enjoyed being around it. And I think that's kind of why I got more and more involved with the community. So you're saying, you know, with because of the nature of climbing, your your personality really can shine through instead of having to necessarily conform to a certain what might be considered to be an appropriate personality. You know, it's more like, well, this is who I am. And because of that, I can climb this way or I can do what I want. It's not it's a very open ended kind of community that lends itself. Yeah, um, I think I've always been more the person who wants to work to live rather than live to work sure and so i think with culinary that's something i still i love cooking and so that's something still do every day and then with climbing it's something that i can enjoy and bring other people into that community as well and um just enjoy that and so definitely working more just to probably lend myself more towards dirtbag. <laughs> I, would, I would say too, I think climbing is one of those unique 
activities that you can do that really helps you drop into your personality. Yeah. Like for me, I've had people say like, oh, you are a different person to talk to after you've been climbing for a full day than before. And I think like whether it's anxiety or um, any sort of like depression or just like being unsure of yourself after a day after you climb or, you know, even just a couple hours after you've been climbing, you or at least for me in my experience, I fully am able to like drop into my personality and let go of these layers of me that are trying to like hold me back from just being who I really do want to be. And so when when you can use that thing almost as like a form of meditation to like center mm-hmm. yourself, it becomes, it ends up being something that you can't live without, right? Yeah. You're like, okay, now that I've found this thing that is able to help me center myself, I don't want to go a week without doing it. You know, do you, do you think the community helps with that, or is, is it the sport of climbing, or is it the community is so unique that even then you can be yourself with the people that you're around that you're yeah. climbing with? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I would say it's probably a little bit of both. I don't know what you think, Lily. I think the community in general, um, you're able to be more open and like more relaxed with the people that you climb with. But probably, right, because everybody else is doing that thing. Like, they're dropping into themselves and they're centering themselves in some ways. I mean, I know that it's not always like this, but at least the people that I actively choose to climb with are the people who help me, help bring me more towards that Hmm. area of calmness or, like, centeredness. So I think it's a little bit of both. I don't know. How do you guys feel? So I definitely definitely agree with you in that sense. Um, Climbing so rich in the fact that it's it's overbearing and it's outreaches towards other entities. So you know it's not just physical; it's mental. It's not just mental; it's spiritual. It's all these things that we can wrap those in up into. But I have a question for everybody, and that's uh, you guys talked about when you first got into rock climbing. You had a friend who helped you there, and that friend was uh, you know another woman, and you talked about climbing has taken away some of that depression or anxiety or is you feel differently after you've done it so i'd like to know the other side of the coin where what was it like did you feel intimidated what about the anguish what about the the failure because i mean i fail a lot when i run (laughs) and i get mad sometimes i get sad i get upset um totally but i want to know how was it was it intimidating for you guys to get into rock climbing do you think it was intimidating because you're a woman you know fill in the blank or how do you deal with the 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 not so great parts of rock climbing yeah do you have anything right off the bat um yeah i think that definitely starting anything new can be intimidating totally um i think for myself what helped was initially starting it with another person and with a friend because then we could kind of lean on each other through that uh new and awkward stage of learning but i think that for me and my personality what really helped I was, I like a challenge and I like tangible results. Mm. And so for climbing, I feel like it's, in some ways, it's not tangible at all. Here, you, you can be climbing the same route again and again and again and again. There's and always something better. Like, yes, you totally. could you can, climb harder, you could have done that one route better. Yes, and... you can always be better. But in some ways, you can also see very clearly where you're making progress or, okay, I couldn't do this move before and now I can. And so even if it's something very minuscule, just those little victories, I think, were definitely very encouraging at the beginning. I would say that I totally feel that as well. Getting into something new, you feel really out of place. Um, I think for me, going into the gym with one of my female friends was really important at the time because walking into that space, it was super male-dominated and continues to be primarily a male-dominated sport. But... um, being in a space with her where she was able to kind of pull me along with her journey as well even though she was a couple grades above me was really really helpful because um, otherwise I think it would have been something that that I would have looked at and said I'm not sure if I can do that because a lot of people there were not only um, loud like uh (laughs) you know, like vocally, but I think loud in their presence. And I think that that, uh, especially if we're talking about climbing as a sport where you are able to kind of show your um, 
ability in a way. You're able to like feel really confident and really good about yourself. Mm-hmm. If if you're in a space where there's 20 dudes and just two women, then as a woman you do feel drowned out. And um yeah, it just it ends up being kind of hard in a way because a lot of a lot of the space is just this masculine energy, which I think women exude as well. Like we have both feminine and masculine energy mm-hmm. and being able to connect with whatever whether you want climbing to be more feminine or more masculine as either sex, you're able to do that. It's like a super sexy, super graceful sport. It's like <laughs> dancing, right? So like that's the feminine side. But then there's the the masculine side of uh, being like grunt, you know, like grunting and like power and yeah, like- Being above your gear, the scary part. Yeah, burly moves. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, super burly stuff. And I think when you're just starting into it, you're like, oh my gosh, you're like, what is going on? And I was super fortunate to not only have my female friend there to guide me, but then becoming friends with, it was at that point, it was primarily men. So I had like a a really awesome group of guys who were um, just super easy to get along with and super welcoming and never made me feel bad or like, or yeah, unwelcomed in that space. And, but I think that that's like, you have to find it. I don't know. Well, I haven't, I, you know, it's funny because I've never put the thoughts of, you know, there is the feminine and masculine side of climbing. And I guess I've never thought about that, you know, I wouldn't, I, you know, you, I've never thought, oh, it's a more the masculine side of things anyways. But it is interesting that you're right. There's, you know, I see very, very graceful yeah, and like beautiful movement on the wall. And uh, one of the things that I like to see when I was in, when I was getting into climbing as a in high school, we had a competitive league that the girls and guys climbed different routes. And what's interesting is that the guy routes were typically more power move. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, just can you can you just grunt and get to the next move? Where the girl routes were very technical, and you had to read and be. And, and I don't know if that was done because you know high school guys they have that and they just want to do that and that I, testosterone. You know, right? I I don't, I don't know if that was. We and we can that's its own conversation too about the muscular differences and all that other kind of stuff between men and women. But it was funny that I enjoyed watching people climb the girl routes. Like even after the comps were over, I'd get on the girl routes because I wanted to be I didn't want to be strong. I wanted to be good. I wanted to be graceful yeah. on the wall, make it look smooth. And I always joke, like when I watch the competitions with the people just grunting and screaming, I'm like, whatever, they're trying too hard but then when I see the people you know Adam Andra on siding a 514 whatever and he makes it look like it's just another day in the park I'm like see that that's good climbing climbing. to me totally I think um sorry to like hog hog the conversation here but uh, I feel like when you are just getting into climbing when you come into it there's very different approaches if you're coming into it and this is obviously a generalization um stereotype of men and women but I think at least in the first year women are able to focus more on technique and a lot of guys that first come into climbing are just trying to get the route done which means that they're doing more of those like um they're relying more on like their arms as opposed to their legs or their hips or whatever Mm -hmm. so i think in the first year is that like one of the biggest differences between how men and women are climbing you like really shows in the first year whereas like the the more experienced climbers you get they the less gap there is between men and women climbing because people are climbing the same way. Like it's, it's all. They rounded themselves out. Yeah, totally. There's the time to be muscular. There's the time to pull back on that and try to be more technical. And everyone's when you reach, so you're saying you reach a level where you value both. You're thinking more. Yeah. You're thinking holistically now about your climbing. Totally. So, you know, you talked about sitting, sitting down and having this group of men that you were able to befriend and um, get to climb with have you guys ever felt like you've had to perform at a certain level to be able to climb with the boys necessarily or you know yeah I think I think there's definitely a bit of pressure to perform at that same level because since it is primarily male dominated if you want to be a strong female climber I feel like there is a lot of pressure to climb just as hard as the guys and to hang in there with them. So then it's not uh, so obvious um, that there's 
there's a difference in skill level that that you just you want to be as good as the guys. Mm-hmm. I think for me especially, I have five brothers, and uh-huh. so I think that drive to be able to hang with the guys and be just as good, I think that kind of translates a bit to climbing. But I would definitely say that there is that there is a bit of pressure. Yeah, the way that I I've been kind of transforming in the way that I've been thinking about it in the past couple of years. I know that when I first got into climbing and when I first came to college, I was there was a lot of internal work I had to do on the sexism that I was internalizing. And a lot of it showed in the form of of me coming forward and presenting as like, "Oh, I'm like I'm a guy's chick or I've got more guy friends than I do <laughs> women friends." And I think that that if you if you look back at women who consider themselves to be tomboys, um, a lot of women will come forward as like a point of pride to say, oh yeah, I have way more guy friends than I have women friends. I'm not a girly girl. Yeah, and <laughs> I think that like that in general, you don't realize how detrimental that thought process and that language can be. And for me, I was definitely somebody that was always like, well, you know, I want to hang with the guys and I want to be a dude and I want to do things this way. And I'm not totally sure where that shift ended up coming from, but I started recognizing the power in the femininity and um, idolizing that and seeing more women. I think a lot of that actually did, my shift did come from climbing to see more women who are doing amazing things and start um, start having those women be more role models than other, you know? And I, I always felt like I was kicked out of be. I'm not super feminine. I don't like pr- present myself super feminine. And so it was really hard for me to even connect within that within myself sure so there was all this like internal work that I had to do but then watching people like Sasha Jajulian or Ashima or um or Ashima or um I don't know like all these other female climbers who are totally badass it's like oh you can be super feminine and you can be like it's like changing your perspective of what feminine Mm -hmm. means and so I think a lot of that just to recap climbing actually changed my viewpoints on what it meant to be female in like Hmm. a really healthy and a really good way and I that was just mostly looking at like other women so being able to not come into spaces and be like I'm a you know like say these problematic things of like I'm a guy's girl or like I want to hang out with the dudes and finding more female friends and more bonds within that community was super helpful right was any of that I mean again you're I don't know how how much you've dug into that to really figure out that whole construct but do you think part of that tomboy mentality to use your language or I mostly have guy friends, does that stem from wanting to be accepted from men in general? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, have you ever had that? Have you experienced that before? Were you one of those girls who was like, I hang out with a bunch of dudes? Yeah, I think I think for me it's, it's, always, yeah, yeah, totally. it's always been a mix because I guess it didn't really feel out of place because I had five brothers. It's just how you grew up. It's just how I grew up. Uh, Not to say I had a lot of girlfriends as well. So it, it was definitely a mix, but I think, I think the pressure to impress guys maybe wasn't quite as prevalent just because they didn't seem so foreign. Yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah you're like, I've no guys. They smell bad. Uh, yeah, right. uh, I mean, they are not that impressive. Okay, I, I live with five of them. It's yeah. not a big deal. Yeah. I mean, you might be right, though. I do think maybe some of that came from feeling accepted because mm-hmm. I wasn't feeling accepted in like the makeup or mm-hmm. some like these things that are very traditionally female, um, which now I don't see those as so separate anymore. Right. But these things that I was like, oh, mm-hmm. in order to be a good female, I don't feel like I fit into this box. So I'm going to go into this other box and feel like I can be accepted here in this sure. like yeah. typically do. Well, what's box. interesting, I think, and I, I definitely want to, I mean, there's, there's the horror stories about being girl climbers, and I want to talk about that too. But what's cool about the climbing community that, yeah, the new climbers, I think, have to learn what it's like. And sure, you've got the new people that, oh, I want to look cool. I want to, you know, yeah. be badass or whatever it is. But I think at some point when you grow as a climber, you realize, and, and we've, we say this all the time, but you know, climbing is just a cool sport. The, is, the yeah. fact that we are, I don't care how easy the grade is, the fact that you go out and climb up real rock is super badass in general. <laughs> it's amazing. And it is. It's just cool. And and I think at some point you get to the the point of climbing where 
no one's trying to impress anybody mm. because everyone's impressed with everybody. You know what I mean? Like the and yes, we it's we had like our being secure in yourself, right? Too. And we had our spray lord conversation. Yeah. But I, when you said it, you've surrounded yourself with some really cool climbers. You know, when you do something that you feel proud of, your friends are proud with yes. you. Oh, that's so cool! I'm so glad you did that. Even and if they've done it a million times. Whatever. It's yeah. just a cool environment that I've. Why I haven't gotten out of the climbing community in 14 years is because I don't see that in a lot of other areas where it kind of, nobody's good enough. And because of that, everyone's good kind of enough. Down to the same level to some extent. You know? yeah. And we all work hard. You might be struggling on a 513, I'm struggling on a 5.9, but we're both trying our hardest. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's cool. Now being, I wanna maybe shift the, the agenda a little bit, but what was it like telling your families that you're into rock climbing now was there ever like a, a fear i mean maybe lily you can hit on this just because you have a bunch of brothers but you know your family might have said oh well yeah your brothers rock climb that's not a big deal but hey lily i don't know if it's a good idea you should rock climb necessarily yeah i was so i was the first one in my family to ever try rock climbing so it was definitely a new idea i don't think i don't think a lot of people know much about rock climbing um, unless you are in that culture. And so a lot of it seems really crazy and dangerous. Mm-hmm. And climbing is dangerous. Um, we just, legally have we, to say that we, at work. Yeah, we have to say that. <laughs> so I'm not um, going to discount that. But I do think that it was very hard kind of conveying what exactly I was doing of like, oh, hey, mom, I'm going to go I'm gonna go to the red. And I'm, yeah, I'm going to go climb this 80-foot route. And then she's You're going to do what? What are you doing? <laughs> And then, you know, if you post a picture on Facebook, then your grandmother is like, what are you doing? Yeah. You're going to fall off that mountain. And get down. <laughs> yeah, or don't fall. And it's like, no, it's okay. I'm supposed to fall. And <laughs> it's really hard to kind of break that. Um, so I think there was definitely a lot of concern safety-wise, you know, being a female and just in general being the daughter of climbing and since it's something dangerous, they didn't really understand it and they were very hesitant about it. But I think, you know, obviously as the years have gone on and they've seen how important it is in my life that they've they've kind of stepped up too to understand it more and um, kind of be there for me too and appreciate it since it means so much to me. Super cool. I would like to say that part of the reason why we have difficulties communicating rock climbing to our families is solely because of Alex Honnold and his 60 Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, people are probably like, so you climb without ropes, yeah. right? I'm like, they, no. What? You're no. not like that guy, <laughs> yeah. Han Solo, right? Yeah, who's that? Yeah. He climbs it. Yeah. Well, it's when the Don Wall got the first free ascent. Oh, God. And everyone's like, that means they didn't use gear. And I'm like, no, it means they didn't rely. Like, they, it wasn't a climbing. They, yeah. they didn't fall right. and rust on their gear. They made it, and they're like, what? Well, then I don't understand the point. Like, and that was part of the media's fault because the media would say things along those lines that like they free climbed it without ropes and it was I, I looked at a compilation of a bunch of different yeah. news broadcasts of that, <laughs> and that was kind of the, the issue with that but whenever you guys I, the reason why I ask that question is because to some extent men are we're praised to join the military yeah. we're praised mm-hmm. to go have these work in a mine to yeah. some extent that's we're dangerous that's be, cool well, just, you know, our culture has praised men and we've glorified men to do these things. And I was just wondering if there was any, like, backlash, like, whoa, biz, don't do that. That's boy, boys go rock climb, you know, go learn how to horseback ride, or, you know, which is <laughs> badass, too. Yeah, yeah. But, I was going to say, I, I can't do that. Yeah, that's that's kind of, I'm sure people get killed <clears throat> on a horse all the time. But I, yeah. I feel like I was personally super lucky because my, my, my mother in general was just, like, she's kind of like a quiet feminist when she was my age uh, or younger when she was in college really she was told that she couldn't join the boys diving team but they didn't have a girls diving team and she was like that's not gonna happen she just showed she started showing up to practice until they just accepted her was she wearing a speedo into no (laughs) just like but they like I mean, like, my for me, my mom is, like, the forefront of Title IX, like, getting women's Whoa. sports, yeah. you know, in, like, just as equally important as men's sports. And so, and now, I, God, like, looking at my mother, she does 
Ironman's triathlon. She's an EMT at 60. She became an EMT at 60, which is crazy. Is she bored or something? Like, yeah, she got, yeah, who knows? Time to be an EMT. I don't know. I, I've run a couple <laughs> marathons. Yeah, I'll learn. Was, I'll be an EMT now. She did marathon. Yeah, she just ski patrol, ski, bike. So, like, my mom is so sporty. Like, so sporty. Sporty spice. Sporty spice, yeah. And so, like, I, there, there wasn't a future for me unless it was something to do with being active for my family Mm -hmm. and so when I came back and was like yo you know I'm really into climbing um my parents were thrilled because I finally had found this thing that I was actually good at for most of the time my mom would like in a loving way throw me to like lacrosse basketball climbing all these things yeah and and my sister and my brother are really like the quote-unquote athletic ones right and I was just like really into art and so (laughs) coming back and being like I'm really into climbing more because it is also like an art form in and of itself my family was super accepting but i think really my friends at the time was where that tension came from because they're like you're doing what and Mm -hmm. like being a climber at miami university where the gender definitely not but (laughs) we had this joke that my friends and i were in this sorority called alfredo bagel chai which (laughs) is just all food sign me up (laughs) but so that was part of the problem for me too like being at this at this college where women were really into sororities and men were really into fraternities and it was like the gender there were these like massive gender buckets there really wasn't people who were or at least what i thought people who were doing stuff in between Mm -hmm. and so finding that climbing community and being like oh people do shit in between that and like the genders are not this divided was super helpful and like important for my growth and i think the growth of miami i think now there's like it's different than it was back when i was going so do you guys have, like, do you, how many girlfriends do you have that rock climb, do you think? Do you, are those greater than, like, five? Oh, do yeah. You, do you belong to any groups yeah. or something like that? I mean, um, I was just going to talk about, for me, honestly, in the past three years was when I started to really start to seek that out. Mm-hmm. And um, now there's things like Flash Foxy, which is, like, an all-female climbing crew that is national and they do these really cool trips to Chattanooga and I think Yosemite is the other one. Um, What's the conversations like in those groups? It's like, so different now. Yeah. But, so, I mean, I'm just curious because it sounds like you guys have had a really good experience. Maybe we haven't hit on Mostly. It. Yeah. We haven't talked about the shit that's <laughs> that'll, right. that'll happen. So maybe that, this yeah, could be like our, our segue into that. But from your guys' experience and experiences and talking to other women and climbing – what are, what are some of the horror stories maybe of like how how have they how have their experiences been differently than, different than your guys's? Well, I was, I mean, for me, I think, jo- like seeking out these places to join that are female led and actively seeking for more female climbing friends has been like a pursuit in the past three years, say, and that all comes out of necessity because. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, they're like, and if you look at these conversations that are being had, it is like, oh my God, we need to have these conversations. We need to have right. these spaces for women. There's a reason Flash Foxy exists in the first place. Absolutely. Right. And there's a reason why their tickets sell out in one day. Because Jeez. there are women that are dying for more women to climb with. Mm-hmm. And I like, I am super lucky because generally, overall, I've had really great guy friends that are climbers but that is not the way that it is typically and um i think that that this conversation and this kind of movement towards getting women outdoors and getting women into um other groups of other women is like so necessary and beyond that there's this whole push for getting people of color into the sport as well so that's like a whole different topic Mm. but there are groups that are popping up called like the Brown Ascenders, and it, it that's in Chicago. But um, it's like these pockets need to be carved out in the sport. Otherwise, people are just going to assume that this sport isn't for them. Mm-hmm. And, so, yeah, it's, like, just so necessary. So what do you think has stopped women from taking – because, I mean, it's very clear that, like, physically women are strong. Physically women can climb just as well as men. Um, we talked about the differences when they first start. But what do you think is – stopped women have you have you guys ever tried to invite a girlfriend and they're like no (laughs) i'm not interested (laughs) i I do think that you know for a lot of girls who either come by themselves or like they said both of us were very lucky in Mm -hmm. our introduction to climbing and being surrounded by a good group but 
I think for a lot of girls, like especially working at a climbing gym, I see it too, where they come in and since it's predominantly males and there are a lot of very strong guys there. Loud. Loud, loud strong guys. <laughs> um, I'm one of those, okay? okay. <laughs> Not strong, just loud. I want that to be known. Yeah, I think it's, because it's mostly guys, I think it's very difficult when an attractive woman comes into the gym because it almost, instead of it being something that's, you know, intrinsic, intrinsically important to yourself and you are climbing, it becomes the guys wanting to show off and the guys yes. wanting to get your attention. I almost, because I talked to Michael and definitely Lily since you work, mm-hmm. but also Biz, too, I've kind of noticed anytime a girl walks in, there's a noticeable, like a tangible shift in the energy, in the energy of the gym. Do you guys, I mean, is that just... Oh, yeah. Is that is it that obvious that like you walk in and all do you see like the eyes on you kind of thing? I I think it depends on who it is. I think primarily um, the shift comes from when women come into the gym who haven't been there before who might be new to climbing. I think if you've been climbing that long so enough, predatory. I know. Like, Fresh me. It's, uh. you know, but it <laughs> is. It's real. If you have been There's climbing blood in, in the water. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. There. Yeah. It's chum. Well, I think, and I think a lot of those women in in that particular scenario, um, it's not their fault, but they they are ignorant to what the sport is, sure. and so men will be like, "Oh, let me help you," but like if you've been climbing long enough and you show your chops, then people will just accept you for one of them. But if you are new yeah. and you are maybe like totally unsure of what's going on when everything's going to be impressive because you don't know anything yeah right? one you don't know they're anything. rainbowing up but nothing and you're like you must be really strong and you've got their friends like dude you're not even doing yeah anything. you're not doing right. much right. but i that i think that goes back to like women have to go extra hard to like prove themselves in that space for them to be accepted as not just like fresh meat or whatever but i personally i'm sure you feel the same way lily when you see like a group of women coming in and Typically, people, I would say, like, if there's somebody who's doing it for the first time, they'll bring lady friends. Yes. So there's, like, at least two up to five women that will, like, walk into the gym together. I try super hard to first be, like, okay, like, let me just, like, I don't even know, like, rebound. interference. Yeah, like, interfere (laughs) so that when I see these men who, like, might be well-intentioned walk up and be, like, oh, like, is it your first time? You know, like... But like in a way that, that do you know what a do you know what a route is? Yeah, like in I mean? a way where they're just kind of like they're not interested in actually teaching these women no. to climb, and so like I I'm sure Lily you feel the same way, but I try to come in and be like, yo, I can tell like and it not that it's super obvious, but it's kind of obvious when people are new, so I can I feel like it's my duty as another female climber in the gym who's been climbing long enough to walk in and be like, hey, let me show you the ropes, yeah. like if you want. Just, like, inquire them. You're trying to pick up other girls. I like uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. I think it's, like, with any with any sport or anything you're doing, there's going to be people who are experienced, and then there's going to be newer people. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think for the veterans, if you will, who are there, typically, you the new people, you won't kind of find that they're, you know, immediately jumping after the new people and hitting on them. But I think for a lot of the new guy climbers and the new girl climbers, that's where a lot of the bravado yeah. and trying to show off because it's something new and they feel like they're getting really good at it. And they well, feel confident. Well, speak yeah. as an like employee then because we have a duty to safety at the gym, right? And we have mm-hmm. to correct and, hey, that's not inherently wrong, but because of our insurance or because of whatever liability, we have to do it. That, that kind of stuff. Do you notice, have you really noticed a shift when a male employee at the gym goes and tries to correct or even just tries to teach in general mm-hmm. versus when a female tries to correct or tries to teach, you know, the ballet classes. Let me teach how to, do you see, have you seen a difference in the reception from people? Oh yeah, absolutely. I would say, especially when it comes to correcting someone and um, testing out. So I do a lot of um, lead ballet tests. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I'm doing that, I typically find that the most the people I have the most trouble with are you know younger uh, hotshots. Yeah, younger hotshots because they think they know everything, and then when you tell them um, that they're doing something wrong, immediately they get upset. Or I feel like 
they try they to, your authority. Yeah, they try to charm their way into right. something and not take it seriously. So I find I definitely have to immediately put up a more professional front and be even harder on them than I would maybe be on someone else. Do you see guy the guy employees, do they have to try so hard or is the is let's take the hot shot, the guys that think they they've been climbing enough that they have a little bit of knowledge but not so much that they know that they're nowhere near anything, right? Because there's that lot like, I'm good enough. Okay, mm-hmm. now I'm good enough to know that I'm really not good. Yeah, but, totally. So the, the newer climber, do you notice as, a, as a, an employee, if a guy were to come in and say the same thing, do you think they would internalize that differently for me? Hey, by the way, you can't belay that way versus you. Hey, I'm sorry, you can't belay that way. Would they would they take that differently from me versus you? Yeah, I think there's definitely going to be people who still get upset at the guy or the girl, regardless. Uh, but I do think that I have to just go that extra that extra mile to know exactly what I'm talking about and know huh. exactly why and refute it with reasons. Because I think if I don't, then you're a stupid girl. Yeah, then I'm just. You need to like. Pr- just they're like asking for you to prove your authority. Yeah, I have to prove my authority. Where I think for a guy, they would still be upset, but they don't have to prove why right. they're failing huh. them or why they are doing it wrong. I mean, that's like the definition of mansplaining too. Like, I have a bunch of female friends who have been in the outdoor industry for a long time that will have men walk up to them and be like, "Oh, did you know?" And this woman is like, "I literally work here. Like right. you are telling me something that I I'm a nationally certified instructor yeah. and Yeah. And so I don't know if you get that, but Oh yeah, I love when I'm climbing um off the clock and <laughs> someone comes up to me and tries to tell me something like that of like, "Oh, you know, or I'm not even I'm not even climbing. Just say I'm sitting by the boulder." Yeah, I'm just chilling out. And they see me looking at something they're like, "Oh, are you about to do this?" Well, let me show you how. If you do this and then you do that, and did you know, like, there's this thing called locking off. And, and you're like, like, okay, that's like three grades lower than what I normally climb on. So that, ha- I mean, does that happen on a regular? Yes. Because we don't, I, I wouldn't say if I'm just chilling. First off, I just want to apologize to Lily because I, I'm that guy who yeah. goes up and yeah. tries to tell her how to do a rock climb. But because we know her, not because. <laughs> right, right. Um, <laughs> but I would say if I'm, you know, I'm warming up on a V0 or. I'm chilling. Or projecting V0. Or projecting. Yeah, whatever works. Guys, I'm try- I need people to think I'm better than I am. Um, but I don't know that people necessarily, We again, we had our whole podcast on spraying down. And yes, you've got the sprayers. But I don't get, oh, are you working on that? Well, this is how I do it. But do you guys get that on oh, a yeah. regular basis? I don't know. I don't know if regular, but there are, for me, it tends to be people who are new to climbing. So the way that that like, manifests or shows up is that I, I will do like a warm up. Maybe it's like a V0, sometimes like V1, V2, whatever, something that's easy for me. Um, and I will have people who are standing behind me, these dudes who are, it's maybe like their first week or first year in the gym or whatever. And they'll see me do a problem. And you can tell that there's kind of this like, oh, she did that, I can do that. And they walk up to the problem and um, end up just like flailing on it. And I know that that comes from a moment where like, as they as they're processing what's going on they're watching me climb this route and if you're if you're a decent or a good climber you make it look easy right and so these people will be like oh well she's like not that strong so i can totally do that (laughs) and like they'll get on it and they'll suck right because they're not actually good climbers right and so like it tends to be people who are super new to climbing who don't understand that if you're doing it right it looks like you're not trying that's the point yeah and, and so, like, that actually, for me, is, like, a great pleasure. <laughs> to, watch, to watch them dude who's, like, super muscly get up, and you can tell when someone's not doing it right because they're, they're just, like, bent arm the entire time. Why are you campusing a V0 right Yeah, now? <laughs> totally. I and wish I could like, campus a V0. <laughs> but it's, like, it's... I mean, honestly, at this point, you almost have to have a thick enough skin where that doesn't bother you. Right. But you'll get these, like, side... Cu- there's, like, for me, there's two different types. There's people who are, like, overtly sexist and then there's people who say these things that they don't understand are right. not cool but yeah yeah so <laughs> it's like that's why we want you guys here you know because yeah. we don't know what we're talking about but my my the matter at hand is the whole purpose of the podcast and better climbing beta is we're trying to have this conversation to inform newer climbers or 
guys like Tyler and I who have been climbing a long time and like you said you kind of broke it up you're you're sexist or you're you just say these things that you don't realize like yeah you know I have I've heard somebody say to their girlfriend or I've said to somebody before like oh you should get on this one it's pretty easy for the grade and I don't necessarily make the connection Mm -hmm. that okay that's kind of backhanded so my question at hand is how can you guys help us understand to empower women in climbing how to make climbing less intimidating how to what's a way that we can help newer climbers or just men in general I think the well first the first thing is like stop saying the sexist thing so this is like should go without saying but <laughs> everything at <Yeah>. this point <laughs> at this point people will be like oh you're really strong for a chick you know or like um oh, are you climbing on this and they'll point to like a 57 I'm like no I'm trying to warm up in this like 511 you yeah. know and like <laughs> that so just like stop the stuff that's overt you know stop trying to like ask out the girl who you're who's like just wearing a sports bra you know like I literally had a guy walk up to me and um was like hey do you you need like a a belay and I'm like yeah I do actually that would be really nice and so we were like belaying each other up the wall and I'm starting, like, as it's happening, I'm starting to realize, like, oh, this isn't about climbing. Like, this dude is, like, he's, like, asking me, you know, mind you, I've had a boyfriend for four years. And so right. I'm, like, not trying to date anybody else. A super stud boyfriend, too. Super he's stud so boy. cool. Yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> but, but he doesn't like, rock climb. But he doesn't climb. Yeah, so people actually he can't don't be like, that. He can't be that awesome. <laughs> no, though. he's awesome. He's a pretty awesome drummer, but, <laughs> but whatever. So, like, I yeah, this guy, so this guy is just, like, going on and on. And I'm being, like, super clear. I'm, like, hey, I'm just here to... Climb. I'm, yeah. But he, you know, he's like, "Oh, do you like music?" I'm like, "Is that a, is that a question?" <laughs> yeah. That's do when you, you start doing sign language. Do you like, like music? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, he, so then he literally says, "Oh, do you want to come out to my car? I can wow. play you some music Yikes. in my car." And I'm like, "I'm actually no, I don't want to do that." Yeah. And so he's like, "Oh, what do you like? Are you single? You know?" And but like, the whole point is you can. Like, what started off as just, like, a polite human interaction of, like, oh, let me just climb with you and get to know you, maybe, just, like, totally shut down the minute it became very clear that he wasn't interested in actually just helping me climb. Sure. You know, like, he was fostering a climbing like, relationship he wasn't trying to foster climbing. no I mean, not at all if i'm belaying you i have to look at your butt while you're climbing right like that's how that I works i don't think you necessarily have to <laughs> but yeah i'm looking and at that, your feet like, just so you know for foot entrapment <laughs> oh nice nice but that same dude i've heard so many stories about he i think from a friend he literally walked up and asked her if she wanted to have a threesome oh Having, sweet. like, oh, like no yeah so you can't you're not supposed to ask people that right? definitely <laughs> So that's cool. like one thing, but I think the, the I'm problem is... I'm making notes here. <laughs> don't ask for threesome. Yeah, don't do that. Unless like you have like a sexual relationship with that person, which is fine, <laughs> you know? like Empowerment. Yeah, whatever. But like there's that group, and I think what happens is a lot of men realize that, okay, well, I don't do that stuff, so I don't need... I don't have anything to work on because like I'm not somebody that like blatantly will just like ask women out at the gym. So they stop there. They don't like try any harder to be better, which I think this conversation is super important because you are realizing there are things that I'm doing that I don't realize are affecting women in a certain way. And then there's like that whole other side of it, which is just like the backhand stuff, right? Which is men who are like, you know, say you get done with this like V6 that you are super proud of and you jump off the wall and you're like, yes. And one of your guy friends might say like, oh, you got that, like, damn, you're so flexible. I wish I was that flexible. Otherwise I would get that move. Right, right. Like that so they're taking sexist, away your accomplishment. Right. They're taking away, yeah, totally. Or like, or like that's a pretty good one for your first V six. Like if that's you know like eh, that, yeah, yeah. It's, that's a soft six, so that's cool, I guess. Yeah, you know? or it can even be more subtle than that. It can be like, oh man, I wish my hands were as small as yours. Right. You know, oh, which I, is like yeah. you. If if I basically what they're saying is that if I was more flexible, if my hands were smaller. I could do what you're doing. If I was a woman. Right. I could Even though woman. they're not. They're right. not doing what you're doing. So it's right. like super infuriating. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the point I was going to touch on for making a difference or kind of to bridge that gap is recognizing that climbing is not cut and dry. Like, yes, we have grades. So something is 5'11", something is 5'12". But, okay, is it going to be as easy for someone who is 5'3"? To climb that five eleven mm-hmm. compared to somebody who is six, six foot two, yeah, yeah, over six feet tall. It's it's going to be different, and so 
for someone who's smaller, it might be a huge victory making that big move. Sure. For someone who's taller, it's like, oh, okay, you know, that was nothing, but it might be harder to make those scrunched up moves. Right. And so I think recognizing that climbing is unique to each individual, and we're all climbing because we enjoy it and because we want to push ourselves or not push ourselves, just we, we enjoy climbing. And so I think just praising each other for our own little victories rather than just focusing on, oh, I climbed a V6 or, oh, I climbed a 5.3. Or justifying why why did you get it versus me? I have to yeah. justify it somehow. Right. Like, it doesn't need that justification. Like, it can just be... An accomplishment. An accomplishment. So exactly. side spray, but don't subtle spray is basically subtle what we're spray. getting at. Right. No, it's cool to brag. Like, hey, you got that move. Hey, good job on that V6. You know, versus... Because, you know, I've always joked, someone's like, oh, man, if only I were taller. And I'm like, yeah, there are times when I've wished I was a little shorter because I can't pop into a move. Yeah. What you, it's just learn how to climb your own way. Yeah. I think the important thing there to, like, bring it back to the advice piece of, like, how men potentially could be better at supporting women in their lives who are climbing is um, not is like taking off the competition part of it yeah. and recognizing like what are these person's actual goals. So if you right. know that your female friend has been trying to get like a V5 and she actually does it, the best way to compliment that person is not like, oh, like you're climbing as strong as Johnny or like, no, you know, or right. I could do that. It's like, hey, I know you've been working really hard at that and I just saw you do that. So that is awesome. Exactly. And like just leaving mm-hmm. it out of compare, like taking away, yeah, stripping there's, away the There's comparison. not a but, ex, you know, explanation. Yeah. Hey, that was really cool. But if I were like, no, just stop it. That was really cool. Awesome. Yeah, I know you've been working on that. That was awesome. Okay. That's like, that's the best way to compliment somebody is to help them recognize their own goals. I agree completely. Is so. there a right? Because you say like, okay, it's frustrating to get hit on. Don't get ass out of the gym. Is being hit on inherently wrong at the climbing gym? Because so. one of the things no. that I've talked about before is if you're a climber, that takes up a lot of your free time. If you're like, if you want it to be serious more than just... I don't know, it's something fun every once in a while. And if you're at the gym all the time, you might want to find someone who... Also likes what you're liking. Likes what you yeah. like, or at the very least, you don't have to justify, I need to go train. You don't want to do that. So is is the hitting on wrong, or is it is there a good way, an appropriate way to maybe say like, hey... What's up? I know, Lily, you're smiling because we've had so many conversations. You get hit on a ton. Oh, my gosh. Um. Yes. Well, I'm smiling because of that. And also, I agree completely. I think there is a time and there is a place and there's a wrong and right way to do it. And that's speaking from I met my boyfriend at the climbing gym when I was bouldering. And we've been together over a year now. So So there's success. There like, is success there's a way in to it do that. as well. Yeah. Um, but... But he's, but he's a great guy, but more and he's an exception. Yeah more, yeah, more importantly, so tell us a little bit about what did he do at first when you started climbing with him or you got to know him? Did it feel like he had a different Agenda motive? Yeah. No, I think what made the difference was we were both bouldering, and we were both working on the same problem. And as we were working on it, it just we kind of naturally started talking about okay, how can how can I tweak this move so I can do it? Or, oh, you need to maybe do this to work on that. And it just was natural and encouraging. And it was about climbing. And it wasn't about, oh, like your butt looks great while you climb. Do I say respectful? <laughs> yes, it was very, it was respectful and fun. And it was, it was all focused on climbing the boulder and climbing. And so through that, you know, obviously conversation gets Do you like music? <laughs> yeah. Um, I really like music things. Right. But it's, it's very different, I feel like, when you're both recognizing your hard work and you're trying something and in okay. kind of figuring out the puzzle of the boulder together rather than making it overtly about you and your body and... Mm-hmm. So maybe just develop a good climbing right. relationship just first. Just a good report. Yeah, and if it exactly. goes somewhere, great. If not, whatever. But you found someone you like climbing with is kind of the right thing. So don't have an alternative motive. Yeah. Right. So I think it's very men. Well, let me back that up. Anyone who's trying to date someone, sometimes it can be super obvious when they're just making conversation to like find out whether you're single or making conversation to find out if they can date you. 
And if you can strip that away and just, like, it sounds like you were just making conversation because you were both interested in the same thing right. in some ways. And, um, yeah, being able to just back up from that. Because even if you think you're being stealthy and you're just like... <laughs> you're not. You're not. People can totally see that. People know when you're just trying to hit on someone because you think their butt looks good. Like, it, yeah. We get it, ladies. You you hit on guys because their butts look good. I'm not going to lie. I definitely have belayed people because he's got a hot ass. I'm like, <laughs> all right. Well, that's the thing about this, climbing like, is the general climber is relatively in shape, yeah. right? I mean, just in general, we're active. We, we're doing something that adheres to needing to be a certain I don't I mean you could even say there's certain body types that excel at climbing versus not or whatever and so it it can be frustrating when you go in and just the average person in the gym is really attractive and it's like okay fine that's not wrong it is wrong to be like hey do you need a power spot cuz I can like help you I literally had a dude stand underneath me while I was in this was in a different gym so I was like in a cave and um, when you're in the cave, you're upside down, basically. So he was like, what do you need a spot? And like, not only was he doing the spot completely wrong, he was actually putting himself himself in danger because he was underneath me. Right. So I'm like, no, back up. If I fall, I'm going to fall on you. And I was like wasting all my energy to tell this person to like get out of the way <laughs> that I fell and like literally fell on top of him. And he copped a feel on the way down. And I was like, this is nice. not cool like not cool so yeah definitely don't yeah just don't do that <laughs> don't do that that's like the overt that's like overt versus like the subtle but i i would to back it up i would say like the best way to get to know somebody in the climbing gym is to just be honest if you are like interested in meeting them outside of climbing you could just be like hey i had a really great conversation with you do you want to grab a beer later sure you know like take you don't need to just because you meet them in that spot doesn't mean that you like Mm-hmm. need to perform in that spot if you're interested in meeting them outside you can just like ask i mean don't invite them to your car to listen to music because <laughs> that's sketchy as fuck but like yeah like put it out there and like i think honesty is just like the best way the best like response so just to try and bring it all together again so if you're going to be a guy and you're at the gym and one way to empower women or respect women is to treat them like another human being. Right. Not, <laughs> not as a girl, but as a climber. You well, know? Yeah, just treat them like another human being. Don't put them on a pedestal as some sexual object that you're trying to conquer. Um, if you are very interested in them, make that request after. One way you can find out if somebody has a boyfriend or not is you just simply ask them if they want to get a beer. Yeah. You're probably going to find out, huh, no, I don't think it's a good idea if my boyfriend wouldn't like that. Or um, you know, they say, yeah, and you guys can go on a date. But... More importantly, try and be their friend. Try to be a yeah, good totally. rock climber and make their experience just as good as it is for you. So it looks like we're running kind of uh, running out of time. So if I could just ask Busy and Lily if you guys could just simply kind of wrap this whole thing up and help us with some better beta and do a little bit of a public service announcement for the women and for the men out there um, about what they can do to make this easier. Yeah, I would say for women that I think it's incredibly empowering. I think it's something that anyone can do. I think something to remember if you're a woman who's never climbed that and you think you know you're not strong enough or you've never you've never been very athletic, you can start anywhere. I think climbing is something that's really cool because it's it's athletic in the sense of that you're climbing up a wall, but it can be it can start at any level. And it's something that is very satisfying and mentally engaging and empowering to complete yourself. And so I think for women, I would just say that you should, you know, at least at least give it a try and try to connect with some of the other women in the climbing community um, because it's it's just really beneficial, I think, in all facets of your life. And then for guys, I would just say that encouraging women and men alike that they are unique individuals and climbing is going to be different for everybody Mm. and so you know not making it so much about well he did this so you can do this or she did this so you can do this 
But like we talked about earlier, just praising everybody for their own accomplishments. And some people don't want to try hard. That's something that needs to be remembered too. I think, like for myself, I like to push myself really hard when I'm climbing. But I think there's a lot of people who just want to climb something that's easy and attainable for fun. And that's completely okay. That's, we're climbing because we want to climb. And so I think just remembering people's goals and remembering that people are individuals and that we're all doing this just because we're having fun with it. And I think if that's how you treat everyone at the end of the day, it'll it'll all shake out. Totally. I would just say for men out there who are confused about what you want to, like how you want to kind of present yourself in the gym, if you can always ask yourself, am I elevating the other women in this space? And if you can answer that as like a yes, then you're doing the good thing. Um, and for women definitely just go for it you know don't be afraid to try something that you might not have done before and ask for help and reach out and um yeah enjoy your time because i think you'll get to know yourself a lot better when you push yourself to the to the limits in some ways so yeah i mean i'm i'm here to support you lily's here to support you these dudes are here to support you i think making sure that we're all in a space where we all feel supported and and cared for is most important and climbing comes second to that hmm. perfect sweet so you know one last bit is i just want to thank lily and biz for coming in and sitting with us and kind of talking about this we're absolutely going to have you have to have you two back we'll have to dive deep into maybe some other um other parts of the climbing world together but we want to thank everybody for listening. And if you wouldn't mind, please just leave us a review or a comment. Let us know that we're not just talking into the vastness of the internet. And um, there's actually people out there that are going to be receiving this. So, but just like anything, thanks again and go out and have fun.